bacon bit. Oh, that was so peaceful. Yes. I've been waiting all this time. It took a to long time that. for you to say that. Hey, it would have been really nice if you had showed up during this no, issue. I was told not to say it. Skybeam and New York. Bit. Yeah, there have been a lot of Skybeams, so- sir. Sokovia. I've been told to wait until right now to say There were Accords in Sokovia. Uh, hi. Uh, <laughs> and we are, Civics. <laughs> we are reviewing Eternals. Marvel's. Eternals. Marvel's Eternal. Are there other Eternals? Is there another movie out there called Eternals that I don't know about? Oh, uh, probably now uh, in Redbox. <laughs> did Lord? You know what? You did know Lord sing a song called Eternals a, that I need to know about? Asylum Studio always makes there something never that be has Eternals. the same name. Eternals. Eternals. <laughs> the saga of the Eternals, a race of <laughs> immortal beings up. who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilization, is the synopsis. Did that's you just the only make that synopsis? up? That, yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, the saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilization. Zach, please participate in this show, and I want you to be very curious because you didn't I'm just see going it. to step back no, and no, let no, no. history happen Look, and do nothing about it. How so, many of the Phase 4 Marvel movies have you seen? How many are there? There's Black Shang- Widow. Nope. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Greens. Nope. Eternals. Nope. That's where we're at. Over oh, three. Phase four. But you've seen some of the TV shows. I watched WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. WandaVision. Because it was clever. That's wonderful. And I watched two episodes of Loki and some of What If. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to move yeah. right into our review. Honestly, if you do you have any care or consideration about these characters at all? The funny guy's in it. What's his name from the, from the cancer movie? Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. The funny guy from the cancer movie. <laughs> that could be either Camille Nagiani or Seth Rogen. You choose. Oh, that's uh, no, he true. Said, he said funny. So it's oh, Camille oh, yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yes, we're going to be giving our spoiler free. Uh, Joel and I will be reviewing yes, this movie. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, sorry, Zach. Uh, Ken, I went and saw this about him. But you oh, saw oh, he really cares clearly. But uh, no, I, I did I, see I, a much better movie. You're right. At the beginning <laughs> well, here, we are going to be uh, doing our spoiler free version of this, our review. And then we're going to move into our <laughs> spoiler. I feel like the child that has to pick between parents. And I go, hey. If it's a huge blockbuster, I'm taking Joel, right? <laughs> but, but hey, if it's a better film, if it's a better film, I'm taking Zach. No, it's really what it is is if it's rated R, you're taking Zach. <laughs> That's like I said, true. better film. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but Joel and I, we have been going to Marvel movies since the get go, almost. Since I think it was Bacon Cell. I almost feel yeah, like. no, it was because Thor: The Dark World was one of our first experiences. Yeah, floor popcorn. Uh, yeah, floor popcorn, popcorn indeed. And so now we're here at the 26th MCU movie. I like the point I haven't done anything to embarrass you since that time. No, that's why we still keep going back to floor popcorn. <laughs> and that's why you keep getting invited. Yay! <laughs> You're saying if I would continue my floor popcorn... No, honestly, that gives me more material. Okay. I wish you would keep doing stuff like that. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll bring something. And so I cut you off. I'm sorry. But we are doing the first half of this will be spoiler free for all of those... Who, of you who may be excited about this movie and haven't seen it yet and haven't seen it yet and then our final half will be spoilers yes we'll let you know distinctly when we're going to give spoilers so you won't be caught off guard mm-hmm. is the guy from uh oh dang he's in game of thrones and rocket man he's in this movie yes richard madden yeah he's plays got a, he's icarus got an interesting face what do you mean by I that i cannot Zach? decide if he's handsome or not uh so rob that, stark from game of thrones yes yeah, yeah, yeah actually there you go. Truth be told, when he when he popped in the movie, I thought it was uh, the Winter Soldier 
for yeah, a, he does a look like Sebastian oh, Stan. Sebastian Stan, that's yeah. It. I, for a bit there, I, it took me a second to be like, oh no, 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 different guy, different guy. Because all those white guys, they all look then, the same. <laughs> but then this movie has the audacity to okay. also have Jon Snow cast uh-huh. in the movie, uh-huh. who is what? played by what's his name? It Kit, is Kit Harrington. Yes. Kit Harrington. Yeah. And so Kit Harrington is in the movie, and uh, uh, what's his name? Robert Richard Madden is in the movie. And so these are, right. these are two characters who are in Game of Thrones, and they're together in this movie, and that was just weird for me. Zach, who's more attractive, Rob Stark or Jon Snow? Save it for our Game of Thrones show. Oh, we already had one. Oh, that's right. D- depending on the lighting, Rob Stark. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Better John K- Snow. He's a little bit pasty. Yeah. Facial hair he doesn't quite match his face. Save it for our show. King of We're Dunham. talking about Eternals. So Zach gave the. <laughs> I don't uh, want to talk about Eternals. Kate, clearly, Zach, Zach gave the IMDb synopsis. Can Can you give a little more non-spoiler general what this movie's about? Yeah. So this movie spans seven thousand years. That probably says it in IMDb. Well, it is actually that long. Uh, no, it's 156 minutes. My mistake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> two and a, two hours and 36 minutes Yeah, long. so it's fairly long, but it spans so many years. And so it shows this team from its inception to where they uh, are pr- in present day. Yes, With Zach? certain tenets. Yeah, certain tenants. No, we're not making any comparisons there. Oh. But it's basically... You said inception, he said tenants. Yeah, I know. Okay. So we're not... Yeah. We're making Nolan jokes now. It, but we shouldn't in this kind of movie. All right. Just did you bring him a mental so home they, from the movie? Ken? But then you know when they bring in the prestige. The dark night over here. That's not even a funny joke. <laughs> it's not at all. But they are told to stay back. They hold back when the Earth is under crisis because in in the very beginning of the movie it says in the beginning, yes. which I was like, oh, we're getting Bibles. Yeah, there we go. Uh, no, it's at the very beginning of the movie. It says there are Eternals. And there are deviants. Mm-hmm. Like the Eternals are these beings of, of light and goodness. And these deter- these uh, deviants are kind of dark at the darker side. And so the Eternals are essentially told from the Celestials, don't do anything unless it involves deviants. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your time with all these other things that don't matter. Only if deviants attack do you engage. Right. So an inciting incident happens where the deviants come back. Yes. And so the Eternals... Have to get involved. Yes. And save the planet and possibly the universe. Unless some of you, I, I'm not going to spoil it, but unless some of you were like, well, how come they didn't come when, you know, this happened in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? They, they kind over of... Over-explain. They over-explain it. Where they're, They almost look into the camera and be like, look, audience, this is why we didn't do anything before. So, yes. Because that is the biggest problem with all of these team-up movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why I had... How on earth could they possibly now have X-Men? As if mutants have been around the whole time. Yeah. You know, it's just... It's, well, it's we're a, hoping that will be the Spider-Verse, all that right, kind of stuff, right? right? And that's but, the only way that you can start to bring these in. Because the idea of someone being around that could have stopped all of these things the whole time is, is frankly, it's absurd. Yeah, but right. Thor's off-world and, and Hulk uh, can't change. Like, that. It, well, like they just fight that before. Yeah, it's like Winter, soldier, exactly right. Winter soldier is... The, so they're all being spies, so You're exactly right, those actors. That's the problem with these, this, this shared universe is that you're always yeah. like... Well, where's this character? Where's this character? Where's the Eternals? They are essentially the Justice League. These are what we know of as Greek gods. When he says yeah. Justice League, I'm not kidding when I say that there's literally a guy who can fly and shoot laser beams from his eyes. Oh. And they literally, one of the, ki- one of the kids... There's a depressed movie, orphan who wears a cape says, and cowl. Oh, no. you're Superman. He says to this character in a Marvel movie, you're Superman. And he says, oh, I'm not Superman. And At another point, they say, oh, just like Alfred. Or Batman. Yeah. They say Batman. So there's no, like, but it's fine. It's no, fine. There's these weird references to DC that I went, are, are, is that okay? So the defining... They have enough money to pay for that. The defining characteristic... I think they're just going to buy DC. The defining characteristic about this movie is directed by Chloe Zhao, who directed last year's Oscar winner, Nomadland. 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 Which was a good movie. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah. And so 
It's like, hey. But, this, but she did this before. Uh, bef- before, before she won Nomadland. the award. Yes. This is made after Nomadland, but oh, okay. before she got big with the award. Okay. Yeah. So they basically tapped an indie director to make this. And she has like a vision, right? And it may suit certain movies, and that's that's fine. But they obviously are going for scope here. Are you jumping going, into your review then? Yeah, I'll jump right into it. They are going for a movie that spans so much time, is very panoramic, can balance a lot of characters, and it also fits within the Marvel Universe. And it does none of that. It does not nothing. That's it, it doesn't look good. Your opinion, but okay. Yeah, it's my opinion. It doesn't look good. Like it's everything. It doesn't look good. No, everything's grayed out. The, they uh, use like so many real places. So they did, screen. but guess what? It's all a beach. <laughs> they all they use one beach essentially for five different <laughs> locations. Did anybody get unnecessarily old on said beach? No, no. Actually, no. that would be worth watching. Okay, uh, crossover. <laughs> I'd watch that crossover. But there is just as much exposition. Oh, no. And so my main problem with the movie is, because there's, there's positives here, my main problem with the movie is that there are seven or eight main characters in the Eternals. And when they kind of get together, they do a Muppet movie sort of thing where they need to get the gang back together and they explain the inciting incident to each person individually. Oh, no. Okay. And so this movie, like I was sitting there going, I'm not a film editor, so I have no idea what I'm talking about. But if I were, You're I had an audio... I would edit this scene to go with this scene and make this movie 45 minutes shorter. Credit where credit's due. I think that the Marvel movies have shown they can balance a lot of main characters. Correct. Yes, as, like as they've in Endgame, as Infinity War. Endgame, Infinity War does it Okay, okay, better. but guess what? Even like Guardians or whatever. Guess what? Lead up movies to that. Because now you have Thena, Icarus. But even Guardians of the Galaxy. Cersei. They jumped into that and they, they managed to make people care about a talking tree. Uh, four or five main characters. This one we have True. eight characters without charisma. That's, that's totally okay. what we have. No, who Chris Carpenter was in a different movie. Yeah, who all react poorly to this news of this inciting incident. Whereas the, or This movie is dull. And then when finally you're like, oh my gosh, there's one of these space lizards that they're going to fight. I got excited. I'm like, there's going to be action. And then they show the action. I go... Oh, yeah, I also don't care about this because they're fighting viney space lizards or wolves. <laughs> like it just, okay. right? Am I, okay. I, 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 yeah, just, I can't wait to hear what you have okay. to say. And I sat there and I go, I should like this because it doesn't quite fit into the other Marvel movies. It's very different in tone, in tone and right. structure. There's not as many one-liners like no, right after it, an it, action. It's almost bereft of humor. Yes. Uh, and there is like... It's darker. And I thought, honestly, I'm kind of surprised because I thought being more like a DC movie... With DC type I, no, I, characters, I could see you would that, like it, but it just had none of the charisma. None of the actors actually seemed to care that they were there. I think this movie was made for diversity reasons, and that's about it. And it was made to maybe bring in more of the cosmos into the Marvel universe, which I think is a cool idea. This is a Jack Kirby comic, which is a very colorful world that mm-hmm. it comes from. But somehow they lost all of the color when they came into this. It just felt very uninspired. Didn't fit in for me. I mean, I could go on and we will for spoilers, but none of it felt real. Like, for example, all of their weapons and abilities were glowy swords or glowy gloves or laser bolts. Yeah, they each had a different power. There was nothing in this movie that actually hit. Like when they're fighting bad guys, it's like it's kind of like when they're fighting a a fight scene, you know, no one's actually making impact. The whole movie felt like that. This movie made no impact with me. I forgot about it quickly. Mm-hmm. It's far too long. Great. D plus. Whoa. Ooh. Honestly, I was sitting at C minus. I felt I'm like D plus is mean, but 
as much as I care about this movie now, this is I've rewatched all the Mar- all the Marvel movies. This is one I never want to watch again because I was that bored. Do you think You're Marvel get roasted for this? Do you think Marvel oh, fans totally will fine. like it yeah. though? Uh, they will want to like it because it seems more artistic, but it's actually less. It's less. I think Chloe Zhao was ill suited for this kind of movie. Huh. Okay. I think this movie is ill suited for the Marvel universe. It's way too many new characters, and they don't balance it out well. Oh. Okay. Okay. Joel, I can't wait. Joel, Please, so you, you totally disagree with me because no, no, the, I the should thing be. Can I went into this kind of like, you know, I'm not really liking the angle of oh hey. Why weren't they helping out before? Right. That that did bother me. And I do like a lot of the cast, but I was kind of like, oh, really? We're going to be like Selma Hayek? She's not a great actress, but you know, we'll see in the lead. Ken, I was really surprised by this movie. Okay. I was really surprised by this movie. Okay. Because Ant-Man used to be my least favorite. Now this is my oh, least no! favorite. <laughs> oh, no! That build up. That was I great. did was not good. like Hold this on. movie. That was a good JoJo. That was a good JoJo. I yeah. did not like this movie. I, I really... I, I, I'm... I'm not shocked, but I'm a little stunned by that joke itself. <laughs> well, Go I on. I didn't want to give it away right at the beginning because right. I was so, as, as we were driving home, there were so many things I wanted to say, so many things I wanted to bash on this movie mm-hmm. because I kept being like, why would they do that? Why would they do that? Why are they doing this? I was so bugged by so much of it. It is far too long. Yes, they're trying to cover 7,000 years of history, but it is far with, too long. Which, with flashbacks throughout, Zach. Yes, it, but the thing is, even with all that time, the story is crammed in and not well. Like, this isn't like, oh, here's a little, oh, here's some information revealed that we didn't know before. It's like, mm-hmm. like you said, we're going to repeat the same thing over and over and over again. Don't you think we could have got a montage of them being like, here's where we met the guy? They could have done it Muppet style. Totally. Like, that's one of my favorite parts of the Muppets is when he's like, Come what, why don't you show my story? And it's like, hey, you want to join us? Sure. Yeah, totally. And that made me laugh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, the opening paragraphs were confusing enough. Like, it starts going and I was like, wow, I'm already kind of annoyed about this show, this show because they're trying to cram so much lead into this and then they wasted so much time later on. I'm like, why didn't you just build that in there? Just say somehow um, Palpatine returned and move on. That's all you need to this, say. And this movie is a downer. Like mm-hmm. there, it is almost bereft of joy. When, when Kamal Nanjiani comes on the screen, you're like, oh, thank goodness. We're yes. going to get some humor. And his humor is good. It's not his best work, but it's good. And that was kind of interesting but he's also underutilized in this film but the, the, but like be honest how good does he look he, oh you don't know surprisingly enough he doesn't take his shirt off oh spoiler alert i guess for that no you don't know <laughs> uh, then what's the point no exactly. it doesn't make he sense got ripped i will say gilgamesh so, was a funny character yeah yeah and that's just it like who, who he plays was gilgamesh ma dong Suk. so i'm so sorry i asked he is from uh train to busan Oh, yeah. And I he's love that he's a burly guy. Yeah. And I liked his character, even though no one really had any real role. So there. and then, I mean, as as a parent, as the family friendly guy here on Bacon Cell, I go into this being like, do I want to take do I want to show this to my kids? Every movie I do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to show this to my kids. There is uh, uh, there is a ses scene. The first ever. <gasps> the first Marvel. ever in a Marvel movie. It's very tame by world standards. Right. But in a Marvel it's, movie... It's out of place. It's, That's it's, so strange. It's mostly bare backs. That's all you see. And it's it's just kind of awkward because the whole time I was like, why? What? We don't even need to see this at all. Mm-hmm. But they well, showed it to be like... Wasn't look there how one Guardians? No? I don't think so. What am I but anyway, so that... but that, And also, I was just kind of surprised by that. Also, I just felt like the whole time, I'm like, kids would not enjoy this. Kids aren't going to like this. No. Like... And, and even fun-loving Marvel fans are not going to like it because people go to see these Marvel movies to have a good time, not to have existential crises. 
And you yeah. have that during this movie where you're kind of like, well, what is the nature of man and and what is good and bad? And I really disliked that part of it where I was kind of like, I'm not it just, the whole movie just kind of bothered me and it kept bothering me. Like it felt like the filmmakers were more concerned about checking boxes than they were creating a good story. Totally. And that I was like, no, this isn't good. You should have that the powers were inconsistent. They had varying levels of strength depending on what the script demanded. It's like mm-hmm. sometimes you punch them and they're fine. Like this guy gets pushed through a mountain, he's fine, but he falls from a great height. Oh no, is he supposed to be hurt? I don't know. And so that really bothered me. Uh, the, the creatures also had varying levels of power. Their powers were all different, but they were all the same. They, they jump around the world without really explaining why and right. how. Uh, the comedy was inconsistent and not that funny. I just spent the whole movie kind of being like, as it kept going, I kept being like, is this really phase four? Like Shang, Shang-Chi gave me hope yes, for phase I agree. four. I agree. This dashed those And hopes. now looking back at Shang-Chi, I would give it a higher grade based on this movie. Yeah. Overly complicated plot. I, I think maybe it's. I'll say it. I think the Eternals probably should have stood on the sidelines a little bit longer. Oh, absolutely. Got their act together before giving this to so us. So the two leads in this movie are, as you said, Richard Madden, who plays the Superman type character. Yeah. And then the lead is uh, Gemma or Gemma Chan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's from Crazy Rich, A- Rich Asians, and she's also in Captain Marvel as well. Mm-hmm. And she plays like this lifeless character that she's is so unrelatable, to be the, kind of the protagonist type. But she's sad and dour the entire time. It's she's not. A character I don't even remember her name to be honest. Yeah, in the in the movie, Angelina so, Jolie is being touted as being one of the main people. Not sideline really. character. Yeah. So overall, I, I gave it a two stars because mm-hmm. I do believe there were some visual things I enjoyed here. How did I, you feel about the landscapes? I enjoyed the landscapes, but you are. I didn't want to say then, it's, it's but the you beach. are right. It, it's these beautiful landscapes, but it's it's mostly these two landscapes. It is cool that it is practical quote unquote yes, she wanted more practical effects i like that until the end uh but yeah it is <laughs> yeah it just felt lifeless even the action for me there's no real villain because they have so many central characters yes. that they don't balance out well and then they they're like and eh, that's a villain too you know these veiny monsters they're kind of villains yeah oh, okay it, it just it was sloppy it, it was sloppy and, and unpleasant uh, unpleasant even uh, well because like i said i'm, I'm supposed to i want to have a good time when i go to these movies yeah and there is a time and a place to have those deep thinking movies where you're like okay let's let's get into this what what should they do in this situation these heroes but in this one i was like no you should have good guy you should have bad guy mm-hmm. good guys outsmart bad guys the end but and not that i want simplicity either i, I just i guess it just it wasn't what i wanted to see in marvel phase four i feel that this may be something that if they can pick steam back up they will reference this movie in the future to make it better. Kind of like based they did on, Age of Ultron? Yes, based on what it does for the universe itself, because it's a far-reaching story. And it, they do create some plot lines that can't be ignored down oh, the road. Also, they create plot holes for the reason why they should oh, have gotten involved in the first hole. place. We'll get to yeah, can't brought that up. Spoilers. So just basically, as far as it connects to the Marvel Universe, is this essential viewing... Does it feel, I know it doesn't feel like it should be there, but is this something that you would have to watch? And does it feel like it connects to the Marvel movies? It it feels like a side dish where it's like you have your main dish over here with all the Marvel stuff. And this is over here that makes passing reference. They reference DC more than they do Marvel. That's probably true. It so, will be essential, but it doesn't feel essential yet. Yeah. Like compared to Thor The Dark World. Yeah. Which they have also Marvel did that where they said we're going to keep referencing Thor the Dark World so that you Make have it to feel watch more it. special. 
but this feels like a new low point that they're going to have to do that with. I don't know if they have some grand I, plan that they're going to tie everything back. I don't think this movie back. gets a sequel. I think some of the characters will be used. I don't think it gets a sequel. Well, we should get into spoilers before we get into that. Yeah. Well, Zach, you want to see this movie? Not at all. I really was disappointed because I, when it first came out, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. But then I went, you know what? This could be fun. And then it just, it just disappointed me. It fell flat yep. on its face. All right. Is this spoiling an eternal thing? <laughs> I was just gonna go, and you'll never. Now we'll get into spoilers. Ah, uh, because the Royals joke earlier. Yeah, that's okay. I, I Where like, do we start? Let's so start the very the beginning. In fact, in the beginning, yes, they they tell this story as if it's just another eternal story because they say there is this god robot in space. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that. Uh, he's, Six-eyed he's, God he robot. sends him on missions, and there's one Jeffrey mission. Wright. Yeah, what if there is one a celestial? There's one not mission, a, not a watcher, that they don't quite trust. And you're like, so now you're just giving us the whole movie because this whole movie is the one mission where they just realized they couldn't trust the space god. And I was, and I was like, oh, so there's this like, an, it feels like an issue of something, mm -hmm. but it spoiled the entire thing because you're supposed to learn that you can't quite trust these space gods. Yeah. And like you said, Ken, there's no real bad guy. They they have the okay. So the whole point, Zach. Let's get to let's get in the meat of the matter. Here, Ken. Yeah. The meat of the matter is these Eternals. Their their thought is that they're protecting Earth. When in reality, the whole plan is that uh, kind of like Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Kurt Russell's hair. These oh yeah, it's fantastic. Beautiful. But uh, these Celestials, these giant uh, space robots, uh, they have planted their seed in various planets throughout the universe. And then in order to get those seeds to grow, the core of the earth is a celestial embryo, essentially. And once you get enough people on the planet, it feeds off the people on the planet. And then the celestial can come forth and start creating new worlds. So if you remember in Transformers The Last Night, I don't know if you saw that or not. I but did. Unicron, <laughs> have Unicron is encrusted in the planet Earth. And if Unicron needs to escape... Earth is destroyed. Yes. Same plot as this movie. But the whole the whole existential crisis the comes Earth in. The Earth is just a big egg? Yes. Yes. One of many, but because of Earth being destroyed, this new celestial will be able to create a whole bunch of new Earths and a whole bunch of new people. So it's the question of, do we sacrifice ourselves so that billions of other people can live? So these protectors are meant to create... Uh, not create, but save people. So there will be a mass population which gives energy to the inner core of the Earth so the egg can be hatched. Mm -hmm. And so, so we're they waiting. They are basically farmers. Like they don't get in the way of wars. Like we still do our things. They will help with some technology that is shown yeah. in the movie. Yeah. There's one just guy to, whose job is to introduce technology. Just Did to they advance, make vibranium. No, no but, but they, they do <laughs> cause Hiroshima. Yep. They do reference, they do reference Hiroshima. Oh, well, no. First he creates a plow and then he creates Hiroshima. Yeah. And he, and he's there in the ruins of Hiroshima and he says, what have I Done. He's like, oh, humanity, I will never give you more technology. It is one of the most tasteless scenes I've seen It was all year. really tasteless, like really And bad. I just watched a bunch of, bunch of Halloween movies. Yeah. Uh, huh. So then they have this whole crisis of like, do we save do we save the Earth and all the people on it because we've fallen in love with them? Mm -hmm. Or do we let the, the celestial come forth and then he creates a whole new race? Right. Of so people. Earth will die for the benefit of many other planets. Yes. But then they come up with the ingenious plan. And I am getting into the end here, but we'll jump back. Sure. The ending, they're like, no, we can't kill him. Because that is the new thing of superheroes. No, we cannot kill bad guys. We And then they said, we'll just put him to sleep forever. <laughs> it's like Batman all of a sudden. 
Worse than Batman because they're yeah. literally... We will take him to a ranch. <laughs> oh, good. They're oh, good. literally, though, they're like, no, we can't kill him, but we'll put him to sleep forever. And I was like, point of order. Yeah. If he's asleep forever, what's the point of him even being there? So the, the, it is he interesting. might thaw and go after Sylvester no, he Stallone. Turns, they turn to stone. So it is interesting because you have this cosmic god saying, well, do my bidding because that's what you guys were put on Earth for. Yeah, you think... Um, you think but then in, they want to rebel, Because obviously. you think they're independent beings that have like done all these missions mm-hmm. but turns out no they're they're just kind of synthetic robotic, robotic yeah. beings which if you're creating this this uh, group of synthetic synthetic superheroes you would make one of them hearing impaired because um it's 2021 that's why there's a there's a there's a hearing impaired superhero well I, they, and they <laughs> but and i had no problem with her until all of a sudden they're like no these were created by these were created as protectors of earth and i'm like then why would you make a hearing impaired one it's 2021. It doesn't make sense. Why, so, would, you, why would you make a young one? There's one yeah. that's that's young, and that's she has an issue with that because she's like, I can't grow up. I will never grow up. So attractive in certain lighting, Rob Stark is there to play Superman, and he is a very lifeless character, and he is there to help guide Gemma Chan throughout this movie. And kind of go, don't even know their names. We're yeah, giving their actors. He, names. he is meant to say, "Oh no, look, so and so died. It must have been a deviant." And it's no, not even a red herring. It's like, well, obviously he's bad. Like, clearly, we know he's the one behind all these deaths yeah. because he's still trying to I do... I didn't pick up on it. Even from the first, first one where he's like, it must be a deviant. No, I... I, I just thought the acting was so it, bad. It was a, I thought it was just bad acting. Oh, yeah. Precisely, right? I, and then it wasn't until a little later. I, I did get it before they revealed it, but it was mm-hmm. one of those things where I went, okay, you got me on that one. I hate when that... Like when bad acting makes its way into a movie, you're like, and you're like, should I trust him? Is the character <laughs> acting bad or the actor acting yeah, right. badly? You know. And so he is the one still doing the mission of the Celestials, and I know it's confusing to say Celestials and Eternals and all that, but he is the one kind of fighting against the Eternals who are trying to save the planet, From the which is rebellious. Yeah. So he is the one who becomes the big bad but in it, the end. And maybe it's just because I watched Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. But it really did seem like the rehash of, no, this planet is worth saving and I will save it. There's good people on here. Let me show you the goodness of the earth. And that is half of the Doctor Who episodes. Yeah. Also, yeah. remember that scene in uh, Breaking Dawn Part 1? Oh, no. Where uh, the werewolves probably. start mind talking? Yeah. That's the end of this movie as well. Oh, it's bad. Uh, because they, um, yeah, they, they hack into each other's minds using their uh, pyramids or triangle spaceship. Uh-huh. And involuntarily, you can just hack into someone's mind yeah. and and then turn, like, I guess, hack into the brain of the celestial in the yeah. earth mm-hmm. and then turn them into stone at you, some point. You yeah. want to know why? Mm-hmm. Because modern blockbuster movies like this can't go without the earpiece. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all, yeah. all of the like the Avengers. It's a heavenly earpiece in this movie. It's, it's define this, earpiece for people. Uh, so when you see Avengers and they're like going around the city, touching and their Cap ears and puts his yeah, finger to his ears, they never actually added earpieces, yeah. but they kind of said they just have them. Right. Um, it's they're, the way they communicate. Yeah. It's the same thing. They're Bluetooth. The, no. the last few Bond movies have done the same yeah. thing. Like yeah. James Bond is never alone anymore because he's always got somebody in his head. Even with the MP Not going off. It's, it's fine. It's the new. <laughs> it, yeah, it's this new screenwriting trick. To get your characters to separate, because there's too many and, characters in a movie. And say an action out loud. Yes. Say, I need to do this yeah. out loud. Yeah, it's uh, annoying. Zach, I just want to I I run something by you. Okay. So let's imagine yeah. that there's this team of superheroes who uh-huh. have worked together, but then had a falling out. Been there. And then you piece them all <laughs> together, but they're still not quite fitting together because they have issues with each other based on previous history. You know, therapy. Okay, so they're they're kind of fighting, but they're kind of coming together. Okay. And then at, near the end, they all start breaking apart. Like, no, this isn't working. They all start going their separate ways. Yeah. 
And then one character in particular is like, I'm out, and he leaves. Oh. And then they go fight the big bad. What happens? The 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 other character that left is the Deus Ex Machina and comes Han back and Solo. saves the day. You want the Han Solo moment? Yeah. Doesn't happen. But Kumal Nagiani says, I'm out, guys. He leaves. He's not in the final battle. So at he all. actually says, I'm okay if the earth gets destroyed because that's what's meant to be. And then when the earth is saved, he's like, Oh, okay. Cool. Are like we they, still friends? Yeah. He, he comes back in it after all the action is over, after like the epilogue There's to make no. a joke. Joel, I think what that is intending to do is give a character arc. I think they're trying to make there these characters no deep. There was no arc. Well, it's not, but I think they're trying to give them different opinions. So it seems like this team is this unconventional family. But he was an egotistical guy at the beginning of the movie. He's an egotistical guy at the end of the movie. There was no arc. Right. There was no arc. Doctor Strange? Uh, Kind of, except uh, worse. Well, Doctor Strange has a personality Doctor and charisma. Ha- yeah, he has yeah, charisma. but he has no arc. No, that's true. He has an arc. He but got, I'll, he got watch, less I'll watch him in a movie happily over any of these people. Really? Yeah. No, I, I actually like that movie. Yeah. And then, uh, so Selma Hayek is like, she's the, the boss on mm-hmm. Earth. And uh, this is the spoiler known, alert. Known for her work in Wild Wild West. Yes. Go on. Uh, and Hitman's Bodyguard. And From Dust Till Dawn. But All great she, films. <laughs> but she uh, ends up getting killed. And that's the big inciting incident that it brings is. everyone back together. Mm-hmm. That, that is the that is the comedian. like aunt died. That is the comedian, the comedian watching watch right exactly, but not as good mm-hmm. because then she lives in South Dakota, and they they keep going. <laughs> no to wonder some, no one found them. Right, <laughs> but they, no, they're all spread out because they, they show throughout history like when they've influenced history, like oh, we're helping the Mesopotamians mm-hmm. or whatever. Right? Did they do a cool uh, uh, like a montage sequence like oh, in that first no, Wolverine movie? Up, Pause your thought real quick, Joel. Mm-hmm. Get back to it. But they do the, They don't do that. But whenever they save people, like ancient people. What they do is they save them, and then all of a sudden they stand in triangle formation. Yes. Like five times in the movie, being like, like the hero formation. We're the Eternals. Is that how they do the Men in Black mind eraser thing? Or? No. They don't erase they, it. They're, no, they actually... They're the gods that you hear about in history. Yes. That's probably the best part about the movie, is the legends created around these characters to become the gods we hear about today. Which they sort of did with Loki and Thor. Yeah. Sure. In, in yeah. Kind of, like, but they did it better there too. Yeah. They're anyway. balancing way too much. But Joel, yeah. go back go to your thought. No, no. So you... okay. So Samahak was the boss, and she has this glo- golden orb that uh, is in her throat. It's, ah, it's Mag- not visible, but it comes out every now and then and shows them a map and lets her communicate with the celestials. This is not the MacGuffin. Uh, no, it's more no. like a cell phone. Oh, yes. cool. Okay. This is how they communicate. <laughs> this is how, it's it's the big giant head in uh, so Third Rock from the Sun. Apple. It's Adam's <laughs> apple. Come on. We're so confusing. We are. So she dies, and then when, when Gimma Chan comes over and, and it's like mourning over her body, the golden orb comes out of dead Selma Hayek's throat and then goes into Gimma Chan, Gulp. choosing her as the next leader. And then at one point... Oh, like the Green Lantern. There, yeah. yeah. So then they're like, you know, she communicates with the, with the Celestial and realizes, oh, this is the actual plan for the Earth. And then the tech that they're talking about, it, like, oh, no, this is so bad. And the tech guy's like, well, if I could get that orb, maybe I could harness that vibranium power. It's not vibranium, but mm-hmm. that type of yeah. thing where it's like, if I can get that thing, I can create this whole other thing that we can then fight the celestial with. And she's like, okay. And they're like, okay, but to get it out, don't kill her, okay? And they're like, okay, I won't. And then they kind of just hold their hand out, and it just comes out. And Kent leans over to me and said, <laughs> super easy, barely an inconvenience. Ah. <laughs> you know it's going to show up in the pitch meeting for yeah. sure. That really was one of the moments where I kind of went, yeah, you're exactly right, Kent. That was way too easy for how they built it up is going to be, oh, it's going to be dangerous. I thought it was going to be, the way you were explaining it, I thought it was going to be like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen where yeah. Santa has to fall off a roof to get it. Yeah. What it does, the, the best thing it does is possibly what it may create. It will make a character like Galactus seem believable 
because yeah. these these cosmic gods. Okay. I thought that's where I was going. I thought it was yeah, going no, to truly. Galactus. Yeah, but like Which when, do when they the, need to do when the Earth is threatened, there's a scene where you're like, oh wow, the sky just parted, and this cosmic god is upset. Yeah, and and then I'm like, and oh it my gosh, a sonic boom that maybe only affects London. We're not sure. Right, we're not sure. But I was like, hey, Galactus may finally be. Like on screen and believable because remember when they did Fantastic Four two back in the day mm-hmm. they they only had like the space cloud essentially yeah. coming to destroy the planet because they didn't believe a giant could ever threaten planets or it would look dumb. I yeah. think now they have the effects that they can do it. It's just this is the wrong vehicle to launch that. Yeah, Ken, why don't you tell them, uh, Zach and the listener about the huge plot hole that you figured out about this movie? Oh, so the whole core behind opening up Earth's core, behind the egg hatching yeah. so Unicron can finally come out. Yeah. With the Matrix power cells of people. Precisely. Yeah. Is based on how many humans there are on the planet. And yes. now that we're above 7 billion and however many, yeah. there are finally enough humans to provide energy so that this thing can be birthed and destroy the planet itself. Yeah. Okay? So the Celestials are like, cool, we'll just wait till that moment. That's fine. But we'll we'll fight back when there's some space lizards attacking the planet because they may eat a few people. Mm-hmm. But guess what? What happened like three years ago? Thanos. Snap. The Half snap. of the universe is gone. Which they addressed that in the movie. They said, well, how, how, how come you didn't help us when Thanos then? They're like, we were told not to intervene unless it came uh, it was deviance. Right. Even though... That affected the birth of this this celestial. That, so that backtracked the entire thing. What, they, what do they call it in Spider-Man? The blip? Yeah. Yes. So the blip happened. Well, I guess and the they, blip is when they come back. It's which like they went back halfway. Which their excuse was, well, it wasn't a deviant. But I'm like, no, but the behind the scenes is you the lost your population. want population. And that directly affected population. Half of it. Yes. In the universe. Half the of all life universe. in the universe. And we have people with the powers of the Justice League, like literally the powers of Justice League, yeah. that could have prevented a whole bunch. Oh, yeah, by the way. Oh, oh there's, a, there's a stinger. Oh, well, Angel- oh, yeah, yeah. Angelina Jolie, she's crazy in the movie, oh. where she'll occasionally try to kill everyone. I feel like they were going for a mental illness plea with that part. Mm. Because essentially she gets the uh, rage. Like, yeah, they call it space rage or yeah, something Yeah, she basically like gets rabies. She, she's been living too long that her brain is starting to break. And so she wants to kill her friends... And so she needs to be like put out to pasture and like separated from everyone just kind because of, she has this illness. Um, like uh, Xavier and Logan, like as she ages, she becomes unstable a little uh, bit, but it's more like she's just tired old Wonder Woman. Yeah. And she is kind of a threat, but not the grand threat. No, she's uh, not. And that's thing. She doesn't. It's not like she's getting worse at controlling her powers like uh, Xavier and Logan. Yeah. It's more like a every, wild card. Every now and then she just suddenly turns on them. And it's because her brain is broken. It's not much of a role. I'm not going to lie. Huh. No, it's it's actually no. But then one of the one of the characters is like, no, we can't. Put but she's her out. the only one. We with can't star power. We can't put her mm. out to pasture. Everyone they have the same power. Uh, some some have the energy to make gloves. Some have the energy. She's the one that makes energy into into spears. Yeah. Uh, some shoot energy, but it's all the same basic power. It's just different forms of it. But anyway, one of the one of the uh, what's his name? You said it before. Uh, Gilgamesh. Yes. Is that is that his character's name? Mm-hmm. Okay, Gil, Gilgamesh. Yes, but with the he punching. Says, no, we can't. We can't kill her. I will take care of her. I will go live in the woods with her, and I'll make wine from my spit, or beer from my spit. Whatever. It Hilarious. Was. So, so <laughs> it wasn't good. Like it really oh, wasn't. Oh, good. but guess what? Guess why people are going to see this movie, and it's going to be super buzzworthy this coming weekend. One of the stingers is a pretty big deal. Oh, are you ready? Is oh, it? Well, yeah. 
Yes. No, I'm, I'm remembering. The, okay. I'm, no, I'm, gonna, I'm remembering the Jon Snow one. I'll lead into it. The Jon Snow one is super boring. That is a tease to a tease. So there is the scene. Okay. I'm just going to spoil the stinger because we're in spoiler territory. So there's only half of the Eternals because the space god got really mad after they saved the planet. And he's like, nope, sucked you up. Right. So he snapped him. I'm going to snap no, he, you guys. He took them away. Yeah, he took them away. So the remaining ones were like, well, took, took him with him. Even though we kind of just barely gave up and said, we're going to leave for a little bit. Now we have to go fight to get him back. Then all of a sudden, portal opens up in the spaceship, and this little goblin guy comes out, this little leprechaun, and he goes, Oh, that's right. And he's like, Oh, you don't know what I'm doing here. I l- allow me to introduce your new best friend. And then all of a sudden, you know, from out of the shadows, Harry Styles walks onto the ship. You know him from that band? And then he becomes solo? It's yeah. Very, very directional. And he is Eros, the brother of Thanos. And he is there to cause some chaos. And this is he's no, no. just swagger. This, this isn't this isn't like you know purple Josh Brolin. It, no, effects. it's Harry it's Styles on Harry a weekend Styles in a costume. Harry Styles on the weekend. And the voice who's the voice of the Goblin was it Seth Rogen? I thought it was Seth. No, Ringen. Pat Patton Oswalt. Was it Patton Oswalt? Oswalt. Was, okay, Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Ugh, even worse. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Harry Styles will now be the brother of Thanos. And then and helping the Eternals in Zach, the sequel. If that didn't get you excited enough, <laughs> listener, if that didn't get you excited enough. He's next base right now. Jon Snow, Kit Harrington's character, right as he's talking to, to Gamer Anderson about... Wait, Gamer Anderson? It is, yes. yes. Uh, Jim Chan. Jim Chan. Jim Anderson is way Jim better. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but he's talking to her and he's like, I've got a very interesting family lineage that I need to tell you about. I just found out about it. It's very interesting. And then she gets kidnapped by the giant... Uh, Cosmic God, yeah. Yeah, by the Celestial. And then he's like, dang it. And then it goes to black. And then at the end of the credits, after we see Harry Styles, that huge reveal, it shows Kit Harrington in a room and he opens a box and there's a sword there. And then there's a, a gust of wind and then it goes to black. Because he's going to be a super too. But um, we don't care. They kept teasing characters I don't care about. And I think most people don't care about. What are we? Some kind of eternal squad? <laughs> but what is he? What's the Black Knight? Uh, uh, Martin Lawrence movie, Black Knight. No. <laughs> so, but, yeah, what, his no, name no, is what? Black Knight. There yes. it is. It is Black, the Black Knight. It is, it's a, yes. Which is a comic book character. Maybe some uh, people know about. Lesser known, obviously. There is yeah. precedence for this, though, right? Like, that's how Avengers, which is hilariously small in scale now when mm-hmm, you think yeah. about it. But at the time, it was like, well, are you saying for a team-up movie? But yes. But think about what been what had been established. Yes. I'm just saying, looking back now, it's like, oh, cute. There's like five of them. Yeah. yeah. But now all these movies are huge. But isn't it at the end of Avengers, the stinger there is we see Thanos. Thanos. And everyone's like, huh? Who's uh, that? Is that Hellboy? Well, but, and that's the thing is like, I, I, I can I have this conversation? Yeah. This is one of the times we actually let our guard down and talked about it for a little bit. Because I said, I guess they kind of did that for it. And Kent was like, no, because like even with uh, uh, Nick Fury coming to Tony Stark at the end of the first Iron Man movie saying, let me talk to you about the Avengers initiative, even the, un, the uninitiated of what the Avengers were could go, oh, they're going to form a team. Yeah, and I'm with, excited by the possibility of this. And with Thanos uh, appearing at the end of the Avengers, it was kind of this, I'll take care of it myself. Or was that just a smile? I can't remember which one. Yeah, just a smile. He just smiled. But even then it was kind of like, oh, here's the new big bad for this yeah. group of heroes we already know. This is teasing heroes and maybe villains that we don't know or care about. I don't know. It just it felt different. So Harry Styles okay, guys. will be the biggest news of this movie's release. I hate that. I hate when it's such gimmick casting are the big deal. I mean, it was the same thing with the last yeah. Spider-Man. You know, it's uh. I'm trying to think of positives to say about the movie, uh, but the positives are potential. 
like what they could do for expanding the universe at this point, which I honestly feel like the TV series with Loki and WandaVision have done enough. And, and Spider-Verse will obviously do a whole bunch too. Or not Spider-Verse, but No Way Home. That And then Multiverse of Madness. But this could expand it into somehow the Fantastic Four and Galactus. And maybe Silver Surfer. I guess. So I, I know there were things I liked in the moment. I do feel like Chloe Zhao maybe had too much independence in making this movie. Hmm. Because it doesn't feel like the Marvel formula. And sadly, is worse for it. Yeah. So, not good. So I and that's because I don't know I don't know if I hated it I did not like it though I can strongly mm-hmm. say I didn't like it I don't know if I hated it yeah because there it's were, pretty telling that you said like you wouldn't really want your kids to watch it yet though, no right? no I, and I don't I, like you said I don't ever want to watch this movie again it's far too long and mm-hmm. far too grim and and it's once again there's loose ends and there's loose it's just it's not a movie that can really stand on its own because it's like oh this has to go somewhere mm-hmm. I hate that movies just can't end anymore they, yeah. they're Be afraid, a movie a they're afraid to experience. kill off characters they're afraid to to get rid of good villains or good heroes because they're like, oh, we might want to bring them back one day. I have a good villain. Please. Have an ending. Yes. Oh, yeah. So at the end, Zach. <laughs> you think we're done talking about this movie? Giant, we're not. It's a long one because it's a long movie. The Celestial starts to come out because it's the Earth is ripe and they're doing this spell and and uh, one you know people have, they've, some of them have turned and the Celestial starts to come out of the Earth, which huge being coming out next to an island and like his hand starts coming up out of the ocean. And I've I took physics in high school. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know that. But I know that if you displace that much land uh-huh. and that much ocean, that's going to cause some issues. But they don't address it at all. It's kind of like you're turned to stone and there's this giant stone hand sticking out of the water and they're like, everything is solved. I'm like, except the tsunami in Chicago. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't matter. That bothered me. Super easy. Barely inconvenience. Zach, let's go see this movie. I'm good. I'm uh, good. Save for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, you, when don't you have a lazy just, Saturday and two hours and forty five minutes to watch it. If you still it. want to watch this, yes. If you still want to watch this, which we're, that's fine. If you want, yeah, to. totally. But I, I wouldn't recommend going to see it in theaters. I mean, people will, but why? But even they know that critically, this movie is not doing great, and so they pulled back even the box office projections. Which it's a Marvel movie, so it'll still make money, but it's not going to make the kind of money they hope. No, because Shang Chi is a huge blockbuster. Yeah. So yeah, and but let us know. Let us know if you if you've seen this movie or if you want to see this movie. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's keep it spoiler free because mm-hmm. this is a newer movie. But if you want it, if you want to give spoilers and have a discussion that way, we also you can you can you know DM us for example. Yeah, precisely. We'll, we'll be happy to vent about it there. But uh, yeah, let us know. We want to hear it, and we want to know if you enjoyed this bacon bit about Eternals, which seemed to go on for an eternity.
Yeah, we will take him to a ranch. <laughs>